Hi, can you hear me? Hello. So here we are, back with me. <laughs> I um, I wanted to take a moment here and just talk to you guys. Talk to you guys as the listeners. I know that most of the times you guys here are here for Robert and his story, but um, a little note from me as we kind of end this chapter of the podcast. It's been a really surreal past couple of weeks, probably the past month of just kind of going through the grieving process of letting go of this podcast. And, you know, I think the reason why that I have such an emotional attachment to this is that, well, quite honestly, number one, it's my father's story. But also, many of you guys don't know this, but I started the podcast the same time that I started therapy for the first time. And there were so many discoveries that were made alongside Robert telling his story. We launched the episodes every Sunday. And so every Sunday is the day that we actually do the recordings. And for 10 months, I had therapy every Monday. So I was in this kind of repetitive cycle of like recording on Sundays, processing exactly what I was hearing because I'm hearing it for the first time and then regurgitating it in therapy on Mondays and kind of nitpicking at how what I had just heard impacts my life. And so I realized that throughout this entire podcast, I've never actually talked about how this podcast has affected me as a second generation Cambodian American and also the daughter of Robert. It's been wild. I mean, can you honestly imagine sitting with your own parent for this amount of time, 27 episodes in the first season and then another 25 episodes in the second season, you know, 30 minutes to an hour long conversation of just what happened to him in his past, how he was feeling, hours and hours of vulnerability between the two of us that we've never ever had the opportunity to talk about if it wasn't for the space that we created here in this room, I I feel like a different person from when I first started this podcast back in 2021. And, you know, it's only been maybe about a year and a half of launching. But, you know, a lot of people ask me like, hey, how did you even think about starting this something like this? And quite honestly, my answer always is that I just had a gravitational pull towards it. I just I just felt like it was something that I had to do. And I never knew what the medium would be or how exactly I would get his story out, but I knew that it had to be done. You know, the most rewarding part of this whole thing really has been touching the lives of the listeners. Getting DMs from you guys that say, oh my gosh, Dorothy, this has inspired me to talk to my parents and they actually started opening up to me or, hey, Dorothy, like this allows me to give me more compassion for my parents or, wow, like my father passed away last year and I never had a chance to hear his story and just listening to your dad makes me feel like I'm listening to my dad. You guys also probably don't know this, but I love history. History was always one of my favorite topics in college and in high school because I just was so fascinated by what had happened in the past and what lessons we can learn from what humans have done to each other in the past. 
I just really, really hope that people can listen into this podcast and listen to Robert's story and learn something, learn something about the past, learn something about themselves, learn something about their parents. I sure know that I did about my life and my dad. A lot of people tell me like, hey, Dorothy, why didn't you talk more about your experiences and during the recordings? Like, you know, what, how, how, how did you feel processing it all? And quite honestly, I, I think during the time I, I was still processing what I was hearing, just like you probably were, and I didn't really have the words for it yet. So I just didn't really talk about it. And then I think another part of that too is like, I, I just, you know, I think as children, especially as Asian sh- children of immigrants or refugees, we sometimes really have a hard time honoring our own feelings. And um, sometimes I would listen to his stories and I would feel guilt and waves of waves of guilt really is what it is because sometimes I look at my own life and I think that, you know, none of my problems, none of my problems matter in comparison to what he actually lived through and what I'm sitting here listening to. And so it was really hard for me sometimes to talk about my own issues and my own feelings in season two when we talk about how he was never really around when all the kids were growing up and you know, I know that's very it's 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 very common for super driven parents who have kids to never really be around because they're focusing so much on their work. I think stuff like that. It's really hard for me to even say out loud and even to quote unquote complain about it. But if it's one thing that I've learned through this experience is that it is important. Our feelings are important. You know, um they may not be as traumatic as what maybe our parents had lived through. But I believe that regardless, they do matter. Just because our parents had lived through something horrific and we didn't doesn't make our pain any less valid. I guess I really just wanted to take a moment to say that out loud because I don't want anybody to listen to this podcast and think that, wow, my parents had lived through so much and uh, I have lived through nothing. Like I know what that feels like and it's not true. Don't sit there and listen to this podcast and think you don't matter as well. The greatest part of this whole experience has been humanizing my father, has been watching my father talk about his past and me sitting here piecing together the the little child in him, the little boy who was born in Cambodia but had to survive a genocide and came to America and never really let go of running, never really let go of that kind of survival mode and never, never ever wanting to take anything for granted because he knew exactly what it felt like to lose everything. Essentially just chased his dream, ran to the best of his ability, nonstop. Go, go, go in a way that I had never seen ever in any other person I'd ever met in my entire life. And if it wasn't for this podcast of really kind of fleshing out how he came to be, I sometimes feel like I grew up looking at my dad like he was a crazy monster, (laughs) a monster that was relentless with work. People ask me a lot about the future of this podcast. And don't worry, you guys, I have lots and lots of beautiful plans for us. You know, for right now, I think we are just going to take a little step back. I'm going to figure out what my next calling is. 
And for right now, from what I can feel, I keep getting this pull and this gravitation to turn Robert's story into a movie. Um, Why? Because I feel like media is honestly the quickest way to educate a bunch of people, to educate a culture. And I want the Khmer Rouge to be more common knowledge for people. I want people to think of the Khmer Rouge like they think of, you know, the Vietnam War or some other big, really big event within Asia because it was just people don't know about it. I want to get into more textbooks and more schools and create some kind of a movement that we can really break into some of our history classes so that the second generation after us will be able to learn about the Khmer Rouge and at least see a little paragraph or something that alludes to what happened there. Because I never got that, not even through college. I want to start a nonprofit that maybe can, you know, be aligned with the Death in Cambodia Life in America podcast. So don't worry, everybody. I am going to be keeping myself busy right over here. From the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to every person who had made this possible. Really, I mean, if it wasn't for you guys and your support, I don't think we would have gotten this far. I don't think Robert would have felt really good about opening up the way he did. Um, He was always so, so excited to read all the DMs and Instagram because I did read them all to him. And it's really all of you that has given this to us, that has made his healing possible, that has made my healing possible. And... um has really just given me a new sense of purpose in life. And I just, I can't thank you enough for that. Please continue to follow us on Instagram and our website as I will still be updating you guys on what I'll be doing next with my long to-do list that I've got. I will promise I will see you guys very soon. But for now, for the last time temporarily, this is the Death in Cambodia Life in America podcast. I am Dorothy, your host, over and out.